Hi, I'm Colin Campbell, and welcome to the show for musicians and music fans who want to understand the minds, methods, magic behind world-class music. I have today a special guest, uh, two guests, actually. They are a sax duo from Montreal called Goldman Sax. It's kind of a play on the uh, title of Goldman Sachs. Get it? Like the company that plunders, the banking company that probably plunders probably invests in shady things to make money because making money is the only outcome for success. Constant graphs going up, but they are the opposite of that. They're the, the antithesis to the Goldman Sachs. They are Goldman Sachs. I love rhetoric, how it's the same thing, but it's a different thing. Um, they fucking kick ass. I love these people. My friend Anthony, my friend David, I'm going to screw up their last name, so I'm not going to say them because I said they're their, their, their regular title. Listen, you should listen to their music, Gold Men Sacks Music on Instagram. Keep following these guys. They do these dope DJ sets where the DJ plays their house beats. I hope to play some house beats with them. And uh, they bust out some fucking slick, silky, smooth sax jams over that shit and make people boogie, dance and get along. I hope you're having a tremendous day. Hey, I don't have any ads for the show. If you like it, please share it with someone you care about. Love you and take care for now. Bye-bye. You really made cozy, us comfortable, cozy, man. Cozy, 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 cozy Colin. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's Whoa. up, Coley Collins? <laughs> good, good to be here. Good to be here, man. Yeah, David, Anthony. Thanks for that coffee. Yeah, no problem. We, um, we met at Marshall Lakota the open jam on Tuesday night in like 2022. That was exactly, yeah, last year. We met for the first time last year at Namasha Kote. Exactly, yeah. I've always been fascinated by brass and like you guys fucking kill it on sax and it was such a uh, an honor to play with you guys. Well, and thank you, man. It was it's always, an, yeah, I love it. Thank it's reciprocal. Was, yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, how did you guys connect or let's, let's go, let's start, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> Who's your mom? Who's your dad? What's your, what's your dynamic? What's your dynamic with your parents, David? <laughs> no, but where do you're, we're in Montreal. You guys are f from where? Well, personally, my mom is originally Italian. My dad is Vietnamese. So it's like a really weird mix. I grew up in France, uh, we then moved there. Uh, I spent most of my childhood in, uh, in France, and then I decided to, to, to move to other places to study, to discover other places of the what world. Did, what did you study? I studied politics, uh, but I didn't quite like it everywhere I went. I started going first in uh, in England in in London. I wanted to make money before like going to university and stuff because I I was kind of broke at the time and I needed money to, to to go somewhere do something. And once I saved up enough, went to to Montreal, went to university, studied politics. I've always was into music, but I was always scared about going like professionally into music because I've had like so many friends who like tried their best 
doing it and never made it really and they're so good musicians never made it so i was like okay i, I gotta build a career i gotta do something about myself i gotta make money and then i'll do i'll, I'll still do music on the side and if it works it works if it doesn't in that it doesn't but i first gotta build a career before uh, i go like 100 into music so uh, i did that uh, i got a career And that's when I decided to, to, to go like really deep into music. In politics? Or you got a career in? In human resources, actually. Human resources, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I work yeah. as a, an event planner. I'm director of operation in an event planning uh, organization. And, uh, and yeah. So yeah, I decided to make music at that point. Once I had that, I was kind of stable. And uh, that's yeah, when I met Anthony. Yeah, being financially unstable isn't a fucking good look for anyone. Like whether you're in music or any career, I feel uh, that we'll get into that. But like navigating that dynamic is what we're all working with. Mm -hmm. We can't. It's an inescapable dynamic where our intersects with commerce. Yeah. Right, but it, it all started with this, the, the 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 fear of being like a good musician and broke. Yeah, like, not being able to like have the the two at the same time all together so yeah i did that and that's when i met uh, anthony when i started like doing music i met that guy and we started where like, where did you guys meet uh we met at the local place like we have a rehearsal place okay you met there and yeah i was um playing at 9 a.m and he came by and it was like one year and three months ago something like that And, and you guys just saw that you both had saxes? Is that... Yeah. So you're like, hey, you got a sax? You're like sax people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we started to jam together. That's how we met you. And then we started to do like DJ sets and stuff. And till then, we, we're leading our Instagram page. So if you want to follow us, it's Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Goldman Sachs Music. Goldman Sachs with an S-A-X. S, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Goldman, like, Goldman go yeah. Because um, we're going to crush the market. Yo, because you're going to crush <laughs> the market. You're going to have... <laughs> sir. We're, and at, on the side, we can do dividend sales. Dividend sales or short, <laughs> shorting uh, shorting the mortgage market Jesus. on the side. <laughs> I never thought about that one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> What about yourself, Anthony? Well, I'm from uh, Ivory Coast. Okay. And uh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I'm from Ivory Coast. My mother is from Senegal and Mali. Okay. And I arrived here in like 2017. Okay. Yeah. Ivory Coast. Damn, dude. It sounds sweet. We talked about this uh, yeah. at Marshall Cote two yeah, years ago yeah, or yeah, whenever. Yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah, man. Ivory Coast, bro, it's definitely a place to see, man. Yeah. Like, Why do they call it? Is it because like ivory like why do they call it ivory coast Is there was like a there was like a traffic of certain resources during the coloniza colonization mm -hmm. and then like ghana was the um, gold coast huh. and ivory coast like im exported ivory okay and then it became ivory coast okay and wow what was it like growing up there bro it was it's it's unique but at the same time like living in canada now i don't really step back on it you know i i have the like 
experience. cultural dynamics. Like people are really funny there. People are really like welcoming. We have like a great musical scene. Like some people here know Alpha Blondie, Tikenja and stuff, you know. And um, yeah, we like we focus a lot of, on football too. And uh, like soccer, you know, we, soccer, yeah, yeah football. Okay. football. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's real football. Like Didier Drogba, who played uh, here in Montreal. Okay. So yeah, I'll say like the weather is sweet, man. There's no winter at all, but sometimes it's really, really hot, like really? for real. Yeah. But yeah, it was was cool, man. It was cool. Um, I would. I just had the distinction that EDM music is basically blues. Hmm. The like it's uh. You know how like, uh, the, yeah, it's it's blues, which is the you, the brood of it is like blues and then disco. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Like, yeah, I can see through it. I can with the pentatonics and then the <laughs> the upper tempo in a sense from disco, who made house, who made EDM, but still derived disco is from funk, funk is from jazz, jazz is from blues. Totally. There's a there's something. I mean, you there. can I can feel the roots of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah but uh, there, okay, straight up to to a certain point. At I was um, it was a Christian party holiday, where like we we walked around the the church with my dad. I think it was like Le Dimanche des Rameaux. I think it was there, and then he told me about some jazz legends, jazz legend. And um, it really inspired me at that time. So when I arrived in Montreal in 2017, I was already doing guitars and I had already made concerts. So like I kept jamming here through university events and stuff. I met some really cool and really like inspiring people in the music scene with I've worked with. And then I started the saxophone um, I think five years ago. Yeah, five years ago, approximately. And uh, yeah, man, through that, I've been producing too. And uh, I'm kind of uh, obsessed. It's not a good word, but let's say focus. I'm like really focused on frequencies through music. It's like when I play, I don't know, but I don't know. It's just... I have a focus that I don't have anywhere else. What do you mean? Well, it's like there's, it's like in me, there's more space to receive the music. So when I play, it's like compared to soccer, there's less space in me to receive the information and data from a soccer game rather than when I play music. Yeah. Or when, uh, I don't know, like uh, I'm working on something else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he kept he stayed in me until I met David. Then here we are. That so what? What did you go to school for? I studied um, business administration. Okay. Yeah. At uh, HEC Montreal, and uh, yeah, specialized in marketing and project management. Mm-hmm. And my first job was in the music industry. I was working at Bassa Music, like a record label. Okay. And uh, I was like coordinating shows, video clips, some administrative work too. And uh, yeah, man, I've been working in the music industry since now, also in the media 
for uh, it's called Franc Connection. It's for the professionals of the music and for the artists. So if everyone is looking about information for grants, for international applications to festivals, you can just tap franconnexion.info and you have a lot of articles, free resources, even like um, formation program for artists. Mm. Um, we alluded to it, uh, and I think this is a good transition into you guys connecting and getting professional. Um, what do you think the difference is between that like broke <laughs> musician who plays like really bad shows and struggles versus the people who can earn income doing it? What's the difference? Yeah, what do you think are like the difference in habits, in mindset, habits, mm. like you know, we're all playing music and I get, there are people that do it professionally. Mm -hmm. What do you think the difference is? Like, what do you think are the characteristics? I would say connections. It's uh, about connections and mindset. Mm. I think it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's something of both. Like it's, uh, there are two worlds and you got to dig into both of them. If you want to, mm. if you want to make it work, that's my opinion, but I'm still young in the business. So I'm still learning. Uh, at some point, I think that the connections can even go back to your family. For example, the fact that you are connected to this family will help you have some uh, grandfather who gives you a saxophone. For example, Mr. David. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you see? so Or like having a family who can put you in a s music school that, sh that first changed something. And then if you jam with those music students that you meet, they're going to introduce you to other music students who have gigs and then... Right. Background, mindset, connections. Yeah. Everything is connected in a sense. Um, when did you... So Goldman Sachs, where did that... How did that progress? When you guys met and jammed, how did it kind of morph into a professional partnership? Well, at first it was more like jamming between two friends. We started bonding through music, first of all. So we jammed more and more because like we were really enjoying it. And it was especially with the same people at first. So we were more like a band. It was not just the two of us. It was more of a band thing. And we got to play more and more often with each other. We got to get to know each other musically and personally as well. And we bonded both musically and personally. Uh, when the band, when we realized that the band was not to work, we thought to ourselves that we do work together. Right. Mm, it's true. So we need to do something about that because it does work. Yeah, so true. I forgot that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Well, that transition. Yeah, right. That right. I forgot that transition. I remember like the two events, but I forgot there was that linked. Right, that's exactly how it started. Yeah, it makes sense actually. You see, we didn't meet and we're like, oh, we want to make a duo. Like, we worked with uh, our friends at the local, and some agendas were different. It was hard to meet like uh, on a regular basis. And David and I could meet on a regular basis, and everyone went out on his or their project. So, that's how it evolved. That's so interesting, man. I uh, relate to that. I, I really struggle. Um, I hold on to things. 
I have trouble letting go something that I'm working on and um, I held on to the to a notion that I had to be in a band with a particular drummer or, or a particular bassist, or I needed to make this particular project work and letting that go and just loving the people for, for the people and the experience and then saying you know I'm getting into like automated equipment and, and doing DJ stuff mm. and uh, and that's become so much more fulfilling and congruent and effortless and natural right and that that part where if you feel like you're really pushing up against something that's just fundamentally not working sometimes the best thing to do is just let it go for sure I swear, I mean, yeah amen yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and that's a hard right <laughs> that's a hard thing to do just let something go you gotta it, make the best out of it for the time being and if it works if it works if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't right and but this is like you take this whole vein of time and experience and if you're holding on to it you're like that didn't work and you're sitting there in the present moment that didn't work and you're like well now i've got this asset and a friend and a connection and that's what is working so like focus on that and put your energy into that for sure Fact. and that's when you realize that that like i mean we're still very good friends with the other guys we still jam with them like from time to time we just don't have a concrete like a concrete project together yeah. totally But we do have a song together. We Yo, do. we have yeah, a song yeah, yeah, yeah. together. Saute Mouton. <laughs> What's it called? Saute Mouton. Saute Mouton. We had time enough to record that together. Yeah. We're going to listen. You want to... Uh, I forget. This was the first time you... We sat down before the, the podcast and we, we put on a Trello board the structure of this interview. So I'm just pulling out my, uh, my notes here and seeing... We got Origin of Big D, David. <laughs> we got Origin of A check i'm gonna move that over that's doing i'm moving these cards over to the done pile <laughs> yo and then gs golden sacks well let's actually talk about um more of uh the have you ever used trello by the way yeah i did i love it that's why i reacted when i when you opened it trello I, i'm still using it yeah it's the idea for my add of like here's the what And then let's like categorize these in terms of the what's next. Mm. Um, so mm. Goldman Sachs, as you guys progressed and now you have this project, what were kind of the first gigs? Um, how has it gone? What were the initial startings? <laughs> well, it, um, it's thanks to Ama Problem. So Ama Problem is like uh, an Ama Piano party touring by Toronto's DJs that, I, that I've met like in 22 even before that and uh like they really make big 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 parties they even made a boiler room recently and um i proposed them to like play with david they were down we played with them twice and three times yeah three times and then uh, my cousin who's also making um <coughs> parties with djs in ottawa he also like invited us like five four times I think yeah four yeah and uh yeah that that were like our main gigs through the summer but we all we also had like um some festival appearance at uh, the mad festival um and i'm sure i'm i'm sure i'm forgetting two or three gigs but yeah that's we i think we played like 10 times approximately around since that. may 
around <clears throat> that around so that. yeah and the um how how did those uh, how did you did you stimulate those connections did you reach yeah. out yeah what was yeah. the like tactically get more um granular on like what that actually looks like you see someone's instagram profile you reach out what do you say um <clears throat> for those let's say most most of the time it's like people that i've already worked with or who saw me played and <clears throat> for those specific gigs i didn't have like i don't think we needed to like reach to someone we didn't know yet we had the chance and the grace thank god <laughs> for you but we like we had the grace to like <clears throat> to be proposed like those really really nice opportunities but we manifested our will and our hunger to do more and to work more with those people that invited us so uh what was the word again you said and mindsets connections and mindset connections right. and mindset right right there were connections right. even david like got us like really really nice gigs through his connections at different from different places even outside of music and then we apply our man our mindsets and we wanted to make it grow once again we go back to history and background also because we're talking about the fact that he grew up in ivory coast so like he, his connections were about like i'm a problem i'm a piano music yeah, that i didn't know afro about beats, yeah afrobeat etc it was it was not my background at all and i got to 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 discover it and and loved it in, in the end and the other way around like i was playing a lot of funk disco and that kind of stuff And I had connections <coughs> with people who could get us gigs to do that kind of things with charts and stuff. So we, we had to, to learn how to read charts together as a band with a horn section and everything. When, when we're playing with uh, Ama Piano parties, it's more like improvisation First time. all along. Exactly. We, we don't know what we're going to be playing next. And we just let's go with that. Damn, that's fun, dude. Two different universes, and we love them both, so we're doing them all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, wow, dude. Wow. Uh, where do you uh, see it? What's next? How, where do you want to go with it? What's that? You're pointing at... Uh... <laughs> the keychain. The keychain. What's yeah, the keychain? It's uh it's something I bought on my sax and uh it's because we're crossing our fingers to be, to be able to appear at the World Cup. The World Cup. Yeah, man, Yo! 2026. 2026 World Cup. 2026, you know, I, fingers I, crossed. I uh that's it, our main uh Yo, there's two things. There's the um yeah, I ordinarily do not communicate my goals out loud because i want to keep them as a as a as a, a grit as a thing it's got to be spoken because it's, it's got to be told for it to become reality well that's the that's what i'm bringing up is that sometimes you're so committed that and it doesn't matter the energetic force is already i'm talking about like initial stage ideas like i've got this idea it's a goal this is something that i want and then once you're like, I'm doing that no matter what, 
then you can speak it out loud because it doesn't really matter if anyone doubts it or puts a, a, a thing right. on it, like a dampen, right. dampen it. It's a matter of like protecting my confidence. Mm. But dude, I am all about that. World Cup mm. 2026. Yo, man, right. Yo. Yo bro. So who's the connection? The, that's the mindset, right? You. That's what you want. Who's the connection? What's the, the fastest way or what's the... What do you think is the fastest way to get there or the most I'll direct way? Honestly, yeah, I'll say a, a DJ set. A DJ because set. that's how we start. That's our first gigs. Mm -hmm. And uh, yesterday we had the chance to play with a band. We loved it. But for the World Cup and for every like experiences that will be on the stages, like on the, the lodges, the VIP um, place, like, you know, around the bars or after parties of this game there's so many things that's gonna happen that i think that a live set with a dj is like a good a good call yeah but i don't want to limit ourselves too and i believe you never know some people made music for the world cup which was the original and team some people play at the the half time half time of the world cup so let's try to stay open to halftime half time is like the peak Right? Yeah, but I think... Is that the peak? I think for football matches, they do it like right there at the beginning and at the end. Okay, okay. Contrary to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, if there, if you had a pyramid of intention and the pyramid is at like the oh. peak, is what? The first first show? <sighs> is, is that That's it, right? <laughs> that's it. Um, like the, the credits me, are rolling right at the beginning. They're like yo, opening bro. up the World Cup. Bah, yeah, it's just a yeah, sax like, solo. Me, yeah, yeah. The, the opening for sure because yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the closing depending on who wins I don't know if yeah it's won. already <laughs> tensed it's already tensed and stuff but yeah the opening yeah Ooh. so being in proximity too so there's the yeah. opening right I think that's the idea yeah more more yeah, and more and then the other the side things a exactly the World Cup is is it a single event is it a day no it's no, not. no, no it's no, a no, month no, it's, it's a month and there are more there are more teams now so you so, see so you lock in that contract you're there for a month you're like doing like the after parties on like on individual games you're there bro yo this is the dream it is uh, it's happening that, that it's gotta that, happen that, you that, gotta that, like it's gotta <laughs> happen so that's then, the objective along the way so yeah, we're working right. we're working towards that and that's why like we're planning already like to have like m multiple shows uh, during like this year and next year in Canada. Yeah. And we plan also on going to France, Italy. So the countries that I'm from uh, originally, we plan on going there. We want to go to England as well, where we have connections. And uh, Anthony has connections in Africa. So that would be for uh, more likely the year after that. So we have already like, 24 25 24 25 before 26 we already have plans like to yeah. get ourselves like out there is in order for it to make it work for 2026 uh, let's go uh tw yeah go for it oh i was just um remembering the fact that each objective is on each year so it, it like right. it helps us to focus because now that we have dodged our way to work our mic logistics no interference how we want to sound and baritone or tenor when he's playing with me it's like we were kind of found our set mm -hmm. so 2024 it's like our first year 2025 different objective different location another focus and 2026 if all work coming back to to canada in a sense and then 
And the World Cup is in Canada? It's in all America. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. different places. Mm -hmm. Oh, it tra it's a traveling thing. It is. It's a traveling thing. But not Montreal, Toronto. Toronto. And the United States. Yeah. And, the Me and Mexico. And Mexico. Yeah. How many total places is it? It's three country, but... I mean, how many stops? It's North America. Or stadiums, it's North America, basically. It's North America. How yes. many stops? Is I don't it? know how many stadiums will be involved. <laughs> Dude. But at least I'm all 20, about that. At least I'm 20. all about it. Yeah. Um, who's the organizer? Uh, like, which team? What? Ho no. Is hosting or... No, I mean, like, is it the World Club? Is it like a... Oh, an, it's uh, La FIFA. It's La FIFA. FIFA, yeah. FIFA. And then the organizer, who's like the person, who's the who's the person who's the producer of the music? Oof. I don't know yet. Key. Yet. I like that. Yeah. That's, a, that's <laughs> it. That's the person that <laughs> he's working on that. Yeah. <laughs> Just even, and, and the reason why I'm going through this is um, on a marketing note, uh, and this is for like you guys, but it's also for me as a reminder and anyone listening is um, in every single marketing campaign, the number one first priority is determining your target market. So you map out who, who are you, who do you want to speak to? And, and like, so you want to play at the FIFA World Cup. It's like, okay, there's the committee who's responsible for, I mean, it's a logistical, yeah. insane thing to do so much planning they have to be in multiple municipalities they need all of the permitting they need the travel they mm -hmm. have coordinators it's it's so much oh that's huge for sure so you need to be like it, it's mm. really uh so you find out who that person is or the people are you find out where they are and then you go to where that person is and you set a meeting for like 15 minutes give your demo well it's more most likely it's going to be like different parties like completely different parties right and we're just gonna go to everything that's football related mm. and try to make ourselves like no but do, for, for those the are events. two different views but like well, you see because i understand what you see, it's like coming closer to, even to the source yeah. of the thing for but that's what it, that's what it's interest that's why it's interesting because both views are like can be used at the same time they're interrelated so yeah they're interrelated yeah definitely mm -hmm. for the sure. same goal yeah it's the same goal you have an objective and to see it play out because there is a lot of it's not like one i mean if you had your dream come true and you could snap your fingers opening for the world cup like the, the that would be a dream come true on God. I won't lie. Yo, I'm all lie. I love that. I'm putting in that positive vibe for you guys. I, 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 yes. I hope that is what happens, mm -hmm. you know? And if not that, then something better. Well, if it's not, uh, if it's not <laughs> in 2026, it'll be in 2030. That's it. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you might as well, you know, like there's a cheesy thing, uh, shoot for the moon. And if you, if you don't hit, you land among the stars, which is kind of retarded because you're like, 
you'd probably shoot for the stars and then land amongst the moon because the moon's closer. And Doesn't I really. Never thought about that. Right. Damn. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, shoot for the moon. Like, oh, and then I'll just go another couple hundred billion uh, light years <laughs> beyond that. Like, bro. <laughs> but yeah, like, shoot for these big objectives, and even if you don't get that, the experience is gonna be so much more intellectually stimulating and emotionally rewarding and spiritually dynamic Mm -hmm. than just going for like the local thing Mm. yeah well you have to have fantasy objectives and realist objectives i think that's two things you need to have what do you uh between the two of you who's more pragmatic and who's more creative what (laughs) (laughs) i transfer i'll transfer it's it's we both bring each other back to earth from time to time like we're both dreamers but we're also both pragmatic so when one of us is too dreamy the other yeah. tends to bring him down yeah. but we both tends to yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so we complement each other in that way because we we keep each other humble <laughs> yeah that's a, yeah that's a goal too that's yeah. literally one of our goals right we make each other sit yeah. down and, uh, it's almost like yeah you you look you're pushing the one up and then the one who's down is like reaching up to go yeah to continue to go exactly up. for example like with the charts this week like david had some um some studies at the conservatory so like he understood the charts better than me and at some point, when I had the leaks, I was doing them like by memory. So I didn't, but the problem is that I didn't count on the chart. So sometimes uh, like I lost the focus because I was just thinking on fingers. And then he like, oh, bro, it's written, bro. It's written. It's not a good time. This is a white node, not a, a, a black one. And okay. so that's an example. Right. Yeah. Right. So we each have our strength in the music also. For example, the fact that Anthony just said, like, I'm reading better charts, but Anthony, like, is better, like, at improvising and stuff. Like, I uh, I was struggling so much at improvising a year ago, and I've, like, I've gotten so much better since because of Anthony's uh, tips and advices. So we got better by pulling each other up, really, in, uh, with both of our strengths. Yo. I love the idea of playing the world cup dude i'm i'm mm. all about it for you guys I, i'm <laughs> imagining it i love it bless yeah the more people that I, if i can help in any way i'm here bless yeah definitely bro that's dope um let's see well, what's it's that co- it's coming it's coming let's see listen bitches if you if you know anyone who uh can connect anthony and david with the uh World Cup folks go like this. Yo. Bustin' mad jams. He got his hands on this sax. These are just a couple of sweet facts. Check out this hot wax. Put it on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yo. Okay, Colin. On va à se calmer. Okay, okay, Colin. On va la remonter. La pente, la pente, on va la remonter. La pente, la pente, on va la remonter. 
<laughs> We're fresh and cool as cucumbers <laughs> and just as useful. Uh, yo, so back to my Trello board. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, we have spoken so far. Let's have a midpoint summary. We've spoken origin stories. We've spoken Damn. Goldman Sachs. Then we've talked about projections. And now we're going to talk about your music. You you recorded this uh this song with a band. Yeah. yeah do you yeah. have do you ha is it on the interwebs or do, do you have, have like the actual uh, file? Can you send it to him? Real quick. I'm going to take a pause for a sec here and then I'm going to send me the file and then I'll put it in this and we can listen to it. Of more genes in common than a banana rather <laughs> like than a monkey. <laughs> and apparently it's true. I don't know if it's ex the exact wording. Yeah. But apparently it's like we have more gene in, in common than banana rather than monkey. You see? It's the same for me. Okay, so what we're talking about is I brought it up, I brought up that um earlier I didn't make the uh the right connection between EDM. What I was saying is that EDM is rooted in like afro beats. That's what I was getting at because uh anthony's from the ivory coast and then um and what it, and what you're saying right now is make the connection again yeah it's um i was just saying that i read put the mic yeah i read some t something on the internet um so maybe it's not the exact wording but it said that we had more genes in common to a banana rather than compared to a monkey Something like that. And I was just telling Colin that for me, even if there are some links between EDM and black music, in a sense, because it was already, the first link was with blues music, right. which was already in the context of America. And even if it's music from people from Africa, today, in really like in the industry, Afrobeat is really a genre that like... <laughs> It's not exactly what you, you're referring to, so I just want to, to to make those to those precisions. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, basically, it's it's also like you know, there's classical music and classical concept in jazz, right? For example, and uh, that's some that's something that I'm still learning. But uh, yeah, like I'm definitely down to go deeper into every aspect of the rhythm or music or other comparison or links that we can find because I'm really, really interested into that, how the music takes shapes and stuff. Me too. It's crazy. Yeah, the uh, this the first distinction that, the, the first time that I even realized this dynamic exists was with um, Eminem's White America that I didn't get that and he made Eminem would make references that he's basically the modern day Elvis. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, like appro yeah. appropriating black music mm -hmm. in white culture. Yeah, and and yeah. that without having much of an understanding of it, just knowing oh that is that how. Um. When I had a superficial outlook on media mm, or music I get you. you know what, what, i guess it's like it's more anchored than what the cliche or the bad story says right say it say it again 
Um, what I understood of what you just said is that, okay, if today in 2023, Eminem has reached or has been a specific niche that were needed at the time, which was true, and that's not a bad thing in my eyes. Like, it's kind, there's a comparison we can make with Elvis, which also, like, answer to a need of a fresh new music to a, a, a target, as you said, marketing. Right. So we come back to that. But today, like, music is so diverse that it's less social, it's less a social issue. And why I understood in your words, it was like, oh, so even back then, it was anchored to the cultural, political context of that place. And then it's, I don't know, it's easier to point the fingers and say, oh, Elvis did that. That's my point. Yeah, and, and, and Eminem. Uh, uh, Elvis yeah. and Eminem as uh, symbols of a transition, of a, a major transition between mm. one culture and another. Like, mm. like you look at hip-hop, before Eminem in a uh, like suburb white culture wasn't a thing. Then Eminem goes through the goes through this. Uh, he 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 was able to tap into this suburb market, and then hip hop opens up to the right. whole so whole it might culture. Be, might be more a blessing than a curse for sure. Even for the blues. Even for the blues, and I wonder. Hmm. I just feel like an adolescent when I'm talking about this stuff because there's no real point other than it. It sounds like I'm trying to like thump Eminem as like a like he did something amazing. It's more just a dynamic of like yeah. two cultures coming yeah, together. Yeah, it's really a dynamic. Yeah, and how that affects music going forward. Like you said, like the there's elements of um, classical music in, in jazz. jazz. Yeah, and how these. Uh, how those circles intersect like at a even more macro level mm. where has that happened in other forms of music so where different types of music intersect at that degree like compared to classic and jazz or sure or in the more round approach of just finding another dot yeah another yeah? dot um i'll say afrobeats or yeah, African music, you know, for example, in the in West, like we have this this thing called high life. And it's like a specific way of playing the guitar, like a ternary rhythm that I think is from Ghana. And if you hear that and you compare it to tango or a lot of genres coming from Latin America, you'll see those links. And they're even more present than classic and jazz. Hmm. Like for real like like music from South America. I'm not saying that they copied anyone, but just hear like the beat like and it's slower than music in Africa. But it's the same in like the computer language. Right. Let's say it's the, the same, same format. The same codes. Right. But well, maybe I'm Altered. going too far, but yeah, yeah, yeah. use it for a different purpose or a different market. <laughs> that, that's it it's like saying uh fa fantastic is actually a french word and it's an english mm. word fantastic yeah, 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 but yeah. it's fantastique and it comes from french yeah it's like yeah, it's just... a really good really good link yeah like comparison definitely i love that i love how it, there is no 
we like to human egos create separation where god the universe what things actually reality is just an amalgamation of all things we can take you know blues and then make it rock and roll we can make rock and roll into edm we can make jazz into whatever that's why there is so many subdivisions of genres uh, in general whether it's pop rock or you got the rock blues the rock progressive the math rock you got everything same thing with uh, like electronic music you got all the genres possible like uh, it's impossible to list them all like minimal house techno trance etc like i'm just listing four like out of like that but there are so many genres now sub genres yeah i wonder if there will ever be there there will be again it always these things tend to happen in cycles but like the beatles in terms of a media sphere like you think about the beatles what they did it was in part because of the media construct that existed like the monopolization of of radio um Mm. that they got more present distribution Mm. like some bands or artists get more distribution and it's i wonder how much of it is just connection and luck Mm. (laughs) or the algorithm like i wonder if the the quote-unquote algorithm of say tiktok will make an artist like the beatles and I don't, I don't think so. I think there's just so much diversity in media that it would be pretty hard to monopolize a sound like the Beatles did back in whatever, mm. 63. Oh, for sure. For sure. It was much harder back then also like to record something like that sounded good. So like electronic music could not be done like from somebody in their own like home on the computer, 12 years old could now be a producer nowadays straight up even that we're sitting in my living room right now and recording this on a computer like 50 years ago this would be impossible like you would have needed like a lot of equipment to do that in your living room for sure not anymore yeah Hmm. amazing capabilities we're living in the coolest time oh for sure (laughs) but that also makes it like easier for people to be more visible yeah but harder also to get known to because get you're yeah, exactly because you're lost in the sea of like so many music so many good music so many good musicians and i would say it's just hard to 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 be like out of the ordinary i think that's where live you have to play to your strengths and i think that's where live at least for me if i can get in front of someone and be there with them I can connect with them easier than online. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, let's listen to this track. Good conversation. Interesting conversation there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
Yo, fucking right, dude. Saute mouton, let's go, saute mouton. Yo, damn, G. Yo, it goes G O L D M A N S A X. What the effect? What the fuck? Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. in the back you can't see this because you're listening to this but david you know when you hear a fucking big bass line drop and you make that that look like god damn i'm about to nut <laughs> i think i just did <laughs> he's listening to his own song <laughs> yo dope tracks dope tracks fucking thanks, man. man thanks i loved it thanks for glad so, you liked it where'd you record it Oh, it's oh, good a... question. Very good question, Anthony. I think yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Like you're um, up for it. I was playing soccer, okay. and uh, I met this girl who's looking for musician for her project, and she's studying for my bad at Concordia. So like, uh, she booked a really, really nice room with like big mixer, big console. Like, bro, it was approximately the, like this the side of your table. And uh, yeah, I mean, people can't see it, but uh, like we have a booth with the drums, the gits, and we we recorded the sax in another session. But it was crazy, like straight into the Concordia building. Wow, who was on that track? Who's on drums, bass? Well, shout out to the boys uh, Thierry Beauchen on the guitar, Xavier Coranza Cormier on the drums. Xavier? Nice. Right. Yeah. We got Felix Richard on the keys. We got Louis Felix Chouanier on the bass. And we got Molines on the mixing. Sweet. And obviously Goldman Sachs on the saxophones. Yo, that was a fucking dope track. Thanks. Man, I would love to. Well, it wasn't really like conducive to a rap over it, but uh, hmm. that that vibe. Oh, it works. Like, it works. Oh, I will see it for Kendrick Lamar. It, it works. It works. I'm sure it works. I'm sure you can make it happen. Yeah. Like I've yeah. seen you do like with dealing with worse situation than that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, good phrasing. Yo, you ra <laughs> you rapped over the chicken from Jaco Pastorius the first time I met you. You, I, I, I went crazy. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, well, I, re <laughs> I was shit face probably. <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> Damn, dude. Um, I love it. Yo, so we went on a journey. We went on all sorts of places. Anything, anything, uh, uh, what else? What else? But on my side, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm trying to concretize in a sense a yeah. musical project yeah. that i've been working on and uh for this one let's say i switched a bit the mindset and i won't really say much details not uh by not having confidence about it but to take it as a different project that the one we talked earlier about my keychain 
to the to the world you know? yeah right and um but for this one hopefully like it's a musical project maybe three to five songs and uh i don't want to say too much about it now but it will be one of my main focus for 2024 too yeah with a band uh no it's like mainly uh, produced music okay. so uh, i'm producing on ableton yeah and uh it's like some friends of mine made the vocals i'm gonna need someone for the mastering and uh most of the demos are already done sweet fuck yeah where's that where will it be um like you mean the distribution of it yeah oh, i'll put it on the on the platforms okay do you have goldman sachs do you have stuff on the platforms right now like it not as of right now okay. not as of right now we got an instagram okay that uh, we are feeding regularly yeah. sweet uh, anthony is mostly taking care of uh, that part you oh oh yeah um sponsorship you got uh you did a a promo with a local clothing company and got yeah le cartel right yeah that's his jacket right now oh shit is this the ja they gave you that jacket no 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 okay. like we had we had a, an interesting discount yeah because uh we've already been in contact with them yeah and it's a brand that really 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 works with a lot of artists like visual artists make their clothes and you know but uh yeah so it, it was a pleasure for us to to make a shout out to le cartel right definitely that's a was a pleasure to work with them definitely the uh in income you guys still have uh other gigs or how what's on the income side how are you navigating the like what's the ratio of your total income coming from music hmm. well is that too private of a question i don't, I don't like well we I, both I, have our we both have our individual careers we all have, we all have like each of us have our individual incomes and when it comes to music it's the same thing also like i got like things on the side he does have things on the side also and we also have goldman sachs to, so together yeah. and that would be our only source of income that we share together yeah. right yeah. so yeah um i you know being able to have an open perspective of like if your total income is a big giant pie how many slices are coming from distribution music distribution how many are yeah. from live shows merchandise etc and to um you know be able to create a, a life around where the whole pie is music related that's my personal objective right 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 and um is it that like uh, do you want to transition and not have a career outside of music is that kind of an objective for you or Meaning, your other gig, your what? <laughs> I'm just I'm just laughing because it's a conversation that we had like not so long ago. <laughs> Anthony and I. <laughs> uh, me personally, on my end, uh, I know that I've always wanted to do music. I've always loved music. It's just that I wanted to assure safety first before yeah. like diving like a hundred percent into it and put all my eggs in the same basket so now that i got that i'm slowly transitioning into something that's more musical but 
it doesn't mean that I'm gonna like give away like completely my job. I'm gonna yeah. drop completely my job and everything. But who knows? I don't know what the future holds yeah. and I'm not like close-minded about like what could happen. So like yeah, I'm I'm ready for anything. I yeah. am. I really am. Same, same, definitely. Um personally, uh I think that I have I have made guitar for like 13 years and back in my head like the main goal would have been like, you know, to at least how can I say but to have that notoriety of like Led Zeppelin for example no like the fact that it's possible that someone lived that and that person also had fears that person also had people in his or her life telling them yeah music and then you know there's so many success stories that can be we talked about it before starting at some point you can put the degree of what you want of it and you may be full quicker than you think but it doesn't mean that the hunger won't come again but you can be like oh like when i have two uh two legs of chicken i know i'm good but i love it so every sunday i'm gonna like buy those two legs of chicken for example so for some people it can be you know having those uh gig or playing at church on some cooperative gigs but for me let's say that's I'm trying to be the most objective. So I won't lie that after the pandemic, that's where I started to work in the label company. So I saw like, and I've been with artists like touring across Canada. I flew out of Canada to like be a coordinator of some festivals and stuff. So I, like, I was closer to the big dream and I was like, whoa, Like right after the pandemic, my first job is directly into my passion. And sometimes like is life talking to me? And um, I don't know, but as David, as David is saying, sometimes I have to be wary of not fanta fantas fantasizing, yeah, fantasizing mm -hmm. it. And uh, since I have like a business and nutrition background, I want to also see what I can tap. Because sometimes you have to get outside of your comfort zone, right? And I feel like right now it's a bit of a, I won't say a test, but it's a bit of a, a new road for me to like, you know, not always look at pleasures. Yeah. See. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, I feel that, and yeah, it's it's a, a matter of when. Yeah. It's a matter of when, like you you cultivate enough opportunities where it's cyclical, mm. Mm -hmm. where you've got the the pipeline filled bro like on this point le cartel yeah like at some point i was playing in their shop and a friend of mine recorded me improvising on a black eyed piece remix and then few months later i posted it in my story i tagged them and they reposted me like and uh, i sent them a message i think they they opened it at least and i posted that video in a reel to explain how it happened and it was like crazy to me to see the black IPs reposting me and they came and they liked my video too so like okay bless bless and uh, that's when you talk about cyclical opportunities I had like different encounters with the cartel team which allowed them to have a minimum trust for me to play and then this trust helped me to reach the black IPs right so when David said who knows 
like in January, I didn't think that I would be in the DMs of the Black Apes. Right. And so. those, and it's like, a, I think of that, like, uh, it's like, I, I often think, I think in terms of orbits, like we're orbiting around the sun. It's a, it's mm. an analogy for a lot of things. And there's like this gravitational force around the sun and the earth is going around it. We are in the gravitational force of the sun. And if you think about that, like there are other planets outside of beyond Pluto that aren't in that orbit because it's not strong enough. And um, it's like income works in that same, I think of it in terms mm -hmm. of like those circles. So like you have the sun, which is, let's say it's like ultimate Led Zeppelin success. And then there's the earth, which is like professional touring musician mm. who's making enough bank to like support their lifestyle, mm. ideal lifestyle, not like mm. just surviving. And then maybe <laughs> like Mars is outside of that and it's not necessarily like full time. Mm. And our objective is to get closer to that sun and get to a point where like you have stages or I have stages of success. Like a next logical progression would be like, talking to my client and saying i love you dude and i just locked this in and i'm gonna pursue this full time i'm gonna let this income go the consistent income of a, a client so that i can pursue full-time mm. music but, but that's fucking terrifying that choice that's the choice yeah. that you make when do you let right. go of your yeah. secure thing that's a tough one. Well, that's a fears. great analogy yeah. and i think you got to keep one thing in mind if you keep that analogy in mind here comes the sun. Yeah. Mm. That's a really good <laughs> mise en abîme. Hello. Like, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> here comes the sun. We here comes the about, sun, we baby. We talked about the Beatles yeah. earlier. That's uh, That sums it up, man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, it feels good. Feels good. Yeah. I'm going to... We'll, we'll conclude there. Yeah. All right. I would like to conclude on on returning you some questions. Okay. Oh yeah. Like, I like uh, I, I like that. Let's right. say for the two next year, twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five, what will be like your objective, but also like your ideal achievement? Mm hmm. I am. The next thing is that I, I get. I'm so big picture that sometimes my confidence is just destroyed by a huge ideal mm. that i'll never reach i got this picture of this this huge stage right like that's Whoa. real picture and it's almost to scale and it's like a huge auditorium so like i want that that's the like i want to i want people to be in a place because they chose to be there to see mm. our shit whatever we're doing is that like i'm able to fill up a room like that yes amen but that's so huge that like it's not a specific thing and i don't i can't i can't think about that uh often because i just feel like i compare my progress to that mm -hmm. as opposed to the the past so mm -hmm. that's like ultimate objective is to be able to like make bank in music that i produce and like be in the the music mm -hmm. world at the highest level but that's like so grandiose and like almost uh, like an idealization that I just it's 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 nice. It's mm -hmm. a nice thing to like feel. But um, next thing is actually check this out. So I 
am going to book club soda and host a party called the rap and roll party make it and then compile rock and roll musicians Mm. with rappers and host uh almost like a single day festival where you Mm. walk in there's vendors like tattoo artists like people that i love in the vendor stands then during the day we'll have an open mic so all of the small time open micers can play at club soda Mm. and fucking play in a huge space and then in the night it'll all fuel tickets to that night which is like a three act or four act structure where bands we have three bands it's basically like that show but i feel like the rap and roll party is something that i want to make into a quote-unquote consequential event similar to what you guys are doing with like the map or not map but the um uh the mad festival yeah mad festival it's like i produce an event that is recorded and we're able to highlight the musicians and give them the clips that they need to send to producers that highlight them in the right way so it's a consequential event in the sense that i'm able to organize it i'm able to network with like bigger better more awesome it's it's a specific thing it's like the rap and roll party host a world-class event where it's reputation building in terms of like my ability to come um put people together produce an amazing experience and i'm hoping that by that time i'll have i'm doing an album that i'd love for both of you to perform on which is like um the war of art and one of the songs is sex drugs and rock i'll I'll play i'll play let's go yeah i'll play it for you after um but there is uh i want to produce an album like at least 10 songs the war of art compile like for instance you guys right if you guys play on it then the rap and roll party will be a live expression of all of the people that i've been able to play with and we'll be able to be like okay, we're going to play Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll between this band's set and we play it. And then maybe it's not you, but it's like Leah Keeley. She sings a song that is her song that I did drum tracks on. Mm. But The War of Art is kind of like a compilation album of like the people that I adore and stuff that I've written. I heard it's beautiful. Yeah. But it's, it's really thoughtful of you to give the opportunity to, like, young or starting artists. Yeah. Like, to, to really snowball and really, like, take off. and. Yeah, I feel like that the rap and roll party could be, like, during the day is open mics plus interviews. We have Trust the Band as, like, we have, like, a panel where we sit there and just do this live in front of people. But I want to do some cool shit like that. You know, like, bigger. And yeah. I guess that's, like... I, I, there, I'm trying to do my best to focus on one thing at a time. I have such bad ADD that I'm like, um, I need small projects so that I can feel a sense of completion and be like, okay, I yeah. did that thing yeah. at least. Efficiency. So that's, mm-hmm. and I feel like club soda is the, for me, it's like the peak of the Montreal like venues. One of those venues yeah, one that of, you, yeah, yeah, top five. 
top five where you like the I most club known soda. right let's say right yeah it might be better technical places but yeah yeah montreal club soda yeah top five m talus m Tal- there's m-talus. like wilfred peltier yeah but la you say place des arts Pla- the whole yeah all the places Place des arts will be like number two maybe yeah and number one will be bell center okay so for Olympi- sure olympic stadium yeah but it's not really that much of a place of concert no right? i know but still it's pretty like impressive yeah yeah that's true club soda for me is like the if you're it's mid i guess that's like the like bigger bands in montreal are playing at club soda it's pretty big though yeah yeah it's pretty big it's like studio today have what's the uh have you played Mtelis Club Soda, those venues is that like I, I I might be thinking like it's big to me, but you're like oh yeah, I just played there yesterday, no big deal. I played at Place des Arts. <laughs> yo, yo, I swear I was like, I was thinking, uh, did I play at Club Soda? Was it? And then I was like, shit, we were talking about Place des Arts number two. Yeah. And I've played there twice, three times. He played three times yeah, at Place des Arts. Three times. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, that's that, that, that guy. Oh, I forgot I played uh, Place des Arts. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about normalizing, though, right? Like I've we're ne- talking about we're talking about those uh, experiences yeah, that just bro, become yeah. normal. Exactly. Yeah. And I was fantasizing a year ago when I said I want to play in a bar in front of like ten mm. people. I was like, uh, I couldn't see myself playing in front of like that many people. <laughs> and then someday this guy called me and said. Uh, Make yourself available the, this Saturday. <laughs> uh, okay, what are we doing? Well, we're playing in a festival where there were like 500,000 uh, people that were passing by for the weekend. That's dope. On, on a stage where there were like, they, they said there were like 10,000 people in front of us were playing with DJs where the stage was completely empty and it was just us. It, it was like the most crazy like experience. And I, I could have never dared to, to, to think it could have happened to us, especially that fast. So, yeah, you, you're allowed to dream because things can happen. I would like to bounce on that on a whole different subject. But when you were talking about uh, orbits between celestial things and stuff, um, I really believe that we're in a time where, like, you know, a lot of things can be from far away in space like i'm talking about sources of energies or spirits in other sense that can like affect things stars and what are on those stars in a sense and the way he said like you, you should allow yourself to dream and stuff uh, I'm, I'm making a small parallel with you know those recent political conflicts in many areas of the world um i really believe that each of us like there's a accelerating process that is going on and a lot of people have talked about this uh, i'm not sure if carl jung talked about this and it's not even in conspiracy theories theories but i feel like since 20 i won't say 2012 like the maya said but even before covid there's like an acceleration of time or a quicker manifestation of things and we're not even surprised when something crazy happened like you can be surprised but there you see so many 
crazy videos on TikTok or Instagram that you're like, okay, I just see a guy did a crazy trick shot. Or, oh, Rema popped up. Like, I do, do you know Rema? No. He's like a big, 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 one of the top three artists from Nigeria that is booming right now. And he's just, well, I think, 22 or 23 years old. There are so many examples of quick success like that in a positive or negative way. And to get back on the dream thing, I really believe that there's a link with how Earth is orbiting, the state of the Earth, the state of our consciousness. No, it's... I don't, I don't, I don't know why I wanted to say that, but yeah. Well, th it makes sense. Like, the rapid increase of technology is mm. both creating amazing capabilities and tremendous complexity. Yeah. And it's accelerated to a point where I mean, you can be overwhelmed with it. I try to embrace all of it and not like the, at the end of the day, my human consciousness is only capable of processing so much information. So meditate, go to, for me, AA, <laughs> go to AA, meditate and do my best to just stay sane. And then my frequency is going to be orbiting. I'm going to be emanating um, completion energy and like competent energy and as long as i can emanate competence then the the objective or the outcomes will follow if i can mm. be like okay i know what you guys want now mm. if i come in contact with someone who's a fifa organizer then it's like okay mm. make that connection and i can i can be useful Definitely. <laughs> you know but like it, it, we're talking about orbits or like frequency yeah. that, of what you put out. Yeah. So other people are um, or resonating tremendous violence, <laughs> tremendous destruction. Yeah. They, and it's not something that I can participate in. You know, like it's we like have nonsense, to. But yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy world, man. It is. It's That's so sad. sad. It's part and. Like, but you were saying we're living in the best times. It is. This, so it's it's the same coin. Yeah. But two two faces, two sides. Two sides. Coin. Like you it, you can either go on one side and be like, I'm gonna be demoralized by that and crushed, or the other side, it's like, I'm gonna do everything in my possible creative power to create cool shit. But I will say that's the middle. Yeah. For me, the other side is like, what's the point of, what's what like for real? Like, what's the point of? living all that with that sad um sad situations all over the world and the far right will be like oh my god we're in a god creation and everything is perfect and everything full in time and the middle that you said for me it's like okay i'm i'm gonna do like the best that i can to bring back the far left to closer to the light in a sense totally by I creating I think you still gotta like br have the 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 best see always the best side of of the situation. Like you're dealt with cards, and you gotta deal with those cards. Like I grew up with that saying. Like you gotta deal with the cards you dealt with. So like, could be hard sometimes, but you gotta make the best out of that situation, yeah, out of true. those cards. It's true. Because you don't choose what you, you get. Straight up, <laughs> you just gotta make the best situation out of it. 
Here comes the sun, boys. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Yo. Love you, dude. Thank you, man. Uh. <laughs>